The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to another episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so glad you are here and I am so excited about today's episode. In fact, today's guest is a returning guest to the podcast. Her name is Dee O'Jury and she's a Reiki master, Feng Shui practitioner, and she specializes in how to heal and manifest using crystals. So today really is all about how to utilize your crystal collection, make the most of it, how it can actually help to protect you as well as help you to step into your dreams. What I love about my conversation with Dee is that we're so on the same page and so aligned. So it makes you, it it makes it really easy listening for you. Dee and I are both Red Ribbon Professionals of the International Feng Shui Guild, and we are both certified and trained in BTB School Feng Shui. What that means is just when we refer to the Bagua map throughout the episode, we are going to share with you, like, for example, if you're trying to um, manifest more money, we might refer to the wealth area of your home. Well, because we both practice BTB school feng shui, then we both agree that when you walk into your front door, the wealth area is in the far back left area of your home. And the relationship area is in the far back right area of your home. So it really makes it really easy to follow along in the conversation. Um, D is also a real estate agent, which I love that about her as well, because, you know, through feng shui, you can actually help your home to sell faster and to sell for even more than you anticipated selling it for. It's a wonderful tool to help you sell homes, move houses, and generate great money. So I love that Dee is also a real estate agent and she's able to use her feng shui magic um, in conjunction with that. So I hope you enjoy today's episode, which is really going to help you to heal and to manifest using any crystals in your collection. Before we get into the interview, I have two things for our 15 minutes of feng shui. The first topic today is very time sensitive. So if you're listening to this live, then this is really important. Um, And if you're listening to this as a replay, just know that this information is really still important for any full moon. At the time of this recording, we are heading into a full moon, which is on March 7th, 2023. During a full moon, whether it's this full moon or any, you know, it happens about once a month. So they're very common, right? Anytime there's a full moon, we can tend to get emotional. 
And the reason really behind that is the full moon has this energetic magnetic pull. Think about it. The tides rise higher during a full moon. And we as humans are made up of over 60% of water, which means that our emotions and we are being pulled as well. And the, the healing power of a full moon is that it's very clearing and cleansing. So it can bring up emotions, old limiting beliefs and fears. And it's all because we need to allow ourselves to feel those feelings and let them move through us. So the full moon is a great time to do any type of space clearing ritual or cleansing to help you. And that's how you harness the full moon energy is that you can kind of clean out a closet or vacuum dust, do any type of physical deep cleaning, or even some type of energetic clearing by burning sage or Palo Santo. This is a time when you might feel like crying, right? And that's actually an extremely healing thing to do around the full moon. Just kind of like let out those emotions through either crying or just getting some exercise and moving your body is going to be helpful. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring this up because we are heading into a full moon and we're probably feeling that energy already. The thing with this is sometimes it can feel very draining and you might actually feel really tired. The full moon is a time when you, you tend to see your manifestations come to fruition, which is really great. It's an exciting time. It's a time of harvest, but then again, with all of this potent energy, it can feel exhausting. So I have a little hack for you. If you don't have the energy to give your house a deep clean leading up to the full moon or during the week of the full moon, then here's what you can do instead. Instead of doing a deep clean, just make a promise to yourself this week that you're going to keep up with the basic household chores. So making sure that like before you go to bed at night, the dishwasher's, you know, loaded and the countertops are clear. Vacuum the main floor of your house if you can. If you can muster up any energy, try just to at least vacuum the main floor of the house and just like wipe down the surfaces simply. And then what you can do is if you don't really have that energy to burn Palo Santo and open all the windows, that can take up some time, energy, and require a little bit more. So if you don't have the energy to do that, simply place a bowl of salt on the kitchen counter. Now I learned this practice from one of my colleagues, Amanda Gibby Peters, who wrote simple shui for every day. And I absolutely love this practice. You just get a bowl. It could be a small one and you fill it 70% of salt. It could be table salt. It could be Himalayan rock salt, whatever you have on hand. And What you do is you set the salt out with the intention for the negative energy that has built up or any of the stagnant energy that has built up. Allow that to be absorbed by the salt. You only leave the salt on your counter for 24 hours. And after that, you need to go dump it either outside, bury it in the ground or in a garbage can outside. 
This ensures that the negative or stagnant energy doesn't get re-released into the, into the atmosphere. So again, you only leave the salt out for 24 hours and, that, and that's it. It's so simple. What I like to tell my clients or anyone who's in my 12 month manifesting journey, as we go through month by month, I like to remind my clients and anyone in the 12 month manifesting journey to do some type of a space clearing ritual, something simple around the full moon each month, because what this does is it ensures that the stagnant or negative energy doesn't build up over time. It becomes so much more manageable and you just feel simply lighter in your space. And when you feel lighter and more at ease in your home, that's when you become a magnet for what you desire. Opportunities and money just start to flow into your life with so much greater ease. So to anyone listening live, I hope you enjoy this tip and it's something that you can do anytime this week. And if you're listening to the replay down the road, try this during the next full moon because they happen every single month. I also would like to share that since I brought up Amanda, this is the perfect time to tell you that if you are in the 12 month manifesting journey, or when you join the 12 month manifesting journey, the second month is all about space clearing. So I actually get into so much more detail on how to do a simple space clearing. There's so many different options and there's ways and techniques to protect your own energy. So you're not using your own energy and you don't feel depleted afterwards. Month two of the 12 month manifesting journey is called how to create space for money miracles. And I walk you through simple everyday, and I'm let me emphasize, simple and easy everyday practices that you can integrate into your daily routine that will make you a magnet for more money and more opportunities. And then our special guest for month two, wherever you are in your journey, when you get the 12-month manifesting journey, once you're in your second month, you are going to get exclusive footage and an exclusive masterclass with Amanda Gibby Peters, who teaches us the secrets to space clearing. And then of course you get a bonus meditation from me because that's how I roll in the 12 month manifesting journey. So if you haven't joined yet, please check out the show notes. I would love to see you in the 12 month manifesting journey. We are just getting started in March, 2023. So everyone's on month one right now, but if you hear this down the line, you can join anytime and month one starts the, the day you start, right? So your journey starts when you feel called to take it. So I'll put that link in the show notes. Okay. One more thing before we go into the interview with Dio Jury, who's going to help you to manifest and heal using crystals. One little tip I wanted to share with you is something that I was thinking about because we are making some updates to our, one of our bathrooms in our house. And something happened recently where I ordered a rug that was too big. And every time I opened the door, the door got stuck because the rug was too like long and the the door didn't okay you get what i'm kind of saying right it created an obstacle and it got me thinking i couldn't wait to get on this microphone to talk to you because it got me thinking about how 
obstacles in the door create obstacles in your life. And if you have it, like whenever I start a one-on-one feng shui consultation, we always start at my client's front door. And the first thing we check is, does your front door open completely or is there something blocking it? So like, for example, I've had clients who had like a shoe rack behind the door. So you couldn't open the door fully because there was a shoe rack back there. Or I've even had clients when you walk into their office space, you walk into a piece of furniture and you have to walk around the furniture to get into the room. This is creating an obstacle and it's creating a block. And what, here's the repercussion of that. It could make you feel like you're working twice as hard for the same result. So in order to ease your path, to make your work easier and to help the money and opportunities to flow with more ease, the solution is simple. Move the furniture out of the way. So the door is no longer blocked. So you better believe I had to put the rug in my bathroom somewhere else where it fit. And I ordered the appropriate size rug. So it was no longer blocking the door. And whenever I'm applying feng shui in my life, it really makes me think of you because I love to share simple, easy, and effective feng shui tips with you at the beginning of every podcast episode. So that was a little bit of feng shui for today. I hope you enjoy the interview with D. Ojuri. And don't forget to check the show notes if you would like to join me on a 12-month manifesting journey. Our first live call is on March 9th. And every month there's a live call with me in the group. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you're local to Chicago, I wanted to invite you to a really special event that's happening on Saturday, March 18th at Serendipity Wellness Yoga Studio. If you are local to Chicago, come and join me for the Manifesting with Feng Shui Masterclass. I am so excited to join you and teach you the easy adjustments to the energy of your home that can unlock massive amounts of money and opportunities flowing into your life with very little effort on your part. Plus, who doesn't love just being in person with other like-minded individuals in a beautiful community setting? And I have lots of gifts for you when I see you. So come on and join us. Link is in the bio. This workshop is going to be exclusive just for you if you're in the area. And here's what we're covering. We're going to learn how to feel better in your body, attract more money, and feel like life is just working better through easy feng shui adjusting adjustments. I'm teaching you how to activate the feeling that you're going with the flow instead of swimming against the current by implementing simple, I repeat, simple rituals. I'm going to teach you the secret feng shui shifts to attract the self-confidence and abundance of love and money that you really desire. I'm going to teach you how to unlock unexpected money and opportunities, creating freedom for you to generously provide for yourself and your family just like you want to. So once again, I'll be there on March 18th. Check out the link in my bio. I hope to see you there. Hi, Dee. Welcome back to the show. How are you today? Awesome. How are you? 
Uh, so excited to be back with you. You know, last time you were on the show, we talked all things crystals and there's so much to it that I invited you back on because people were <laughs> asking me, well, what crystal should I use for more harmony? And what crystal should I use for self-confidence? And what crystal should I use for what was that money crystal again? And so I was like, <laughs> okay, we got to have her back on because in the first time you came on the show, you kind of talked a little bit about um, crystal hygiene, like how to keep our crystals clear and like when we could use them and how, and now this is like level two, we're going to be talking today about, you know, how to activate your home using crystals. So you can carry crystals with you, but you can also place them in your home with intention to manifest desired outcomes, which is so exciting. Um, but before we jump into that, could you just remind us a little bit about your background and, you know, where you're coming from and all those things? Um, all right, I'm Dee Otri, and my background is um, I started out as a Reiki master and teacher, and that's when I really started understanding that I had a deep love for crystals and for feng shui. So expanding that out, and as I learned feng shui and applied it, I realized there was a huge opportunity to utilize our crystals for activating different areas. As you know, we have those remedies. And what I've done is I've just created additional remedies on top of what we've already learned and what we already practice. Mm. So it's, I just, I love crystals. <laughs> and to kind of remind everybody, we do, we, you and I are both from the same school of feng shui, right? We're both yes. BTB practitioners. And so for anyone listening, that just means like we both practice BTB, which is essentially we work with the Bagua map, which is a nine square grid that connects to nine areas of life. And you lay that Bagua map on the front door of your home. So no matter what direction your house is facing, wherever your front door is, you're always going to be entering at the bottom of the map. So your front door is always going to be in the wisdom knowledge in the bottom left or in the front center, which is the career area, or your door might be off to the front right in the helpful people travel. In general, generally speaking, that's how we work with the Bagua map. And that's sort of what um, kind of connects D and I and keeps us on the same page because there are different schools of feng shui where the, they use the compass directions, some of those more traditional methods. So um, don't want anyone to get lost with that, but you know, this episode will probably be referring to the Bagua map. So if you don't have one, you can get a free one at my site, christinahollinger.com. D, maybe you even have some uh, a free resource for them to, to reference. Okay. For, for this episode. So please feel free to share that. And cause I'm a very visual learner. And I think that this is going to be an episode where people are going to want to take some notes and have a Bagua map in front of them. Yep. And my Bagua map, I've actually um, tailored it to include the crystals and to also include um, the chakras, because I feel like they're all interconnected. And so if you go to dotri at, or co, I do .co, um, and I'm sure Christina will include it in any links, um, but you can download my Bagua map, and there's an entire section that talks about all the crystals and what areas you might want to activate. Okay. I love that. And I also think this is kind of a fun fact before we start recording, we were talking about how you work in corporate. I corporate do. America. And I just think that that is a really 
fun fact, because I love how I have so many guests on the show that have either worked for corporate America and sort of leaned into this mystical, mystical pursuit, so to speak. Um, I had like someone who came on who was in corporate America, who like left her job and started her own interior design business. I just had a news anchor or news reporter on the show who decided to leave journalism and news broadcasting to become a professional astrologer. So it's just like really interesting how I like to say like light workers are everywhere. And as Gabby Bernstein always says that she says that we, you don't, you can be a light worker and you could be a light worker in disguise. You don't have to tell mm-hmm. everyone about it. And so yeah. I know D you're like showing up to your nine to five, so to speak. And you are like also this mystical light worker in the middle of corporate America. And I just think that's so lovely and it's so needed and necessary. And so for anyone who's listening, I just want to just kind of point that out because I just think that there's so many people out there who have these gifts and we just need to keep pursuing them and keep going, even though um, our society doesn't always necessarily support that route in life necessarily. Um, I know the nine to five can be like a safety net for a lot of us. I know it is for me. I also have a nine to five as well. Um, but I just love to point it out that like, I just want to encourage whoever's listening to like, keep leaning into this stuff because the world needs it more than ever. And I'm going to stop talking off my soapbox <laughs> and let's, let's turn it over to you. Let's talk crystals. D let me know. Um, start wherever you want to on the bag map. I mean, we could start with wealth. I feel like a lot of people love that, but if you have an order you want to go in. Um, I was thinking of a couple of things. So I want to actually start with career and life purpose. Cause that tends to be the front of the home. Right. And with crystals in entering the home, there's a way that you can activate your front door and also protect yourself. And that would be, I have, I put two black tourmalines, tumbled stones right next to my front door on either side. And I'm activating um, the energy that is coming into my home is cleared and energized and also supports me from a career perspective. And of course I have my beautiful wind chime right there by the front door. Um, I have plants, so I've really created that beautiful entrance for the energy flowing in. Um, so black tourmaline, it's a grounding stone, it's a protection stone. And think about as you're entering, you want your guests and you want that chi coming in to be grounded and energized and cleared. So black tourmaline is excellent for your front door, and it also activates your career and life purpose. Wow. What a great segue. I wasn't even like planning that, but we were just talking about your career. So, so if I were to put black tourmaline, like I don't really have any tables or anything next to my door. So what would you suggest that I would like put it on top of like, you know how, like there's sometimes a little bit of a ledge at the top of the door. Could I put it at the top or how would you you arrange it? You could, um, the way I do it and, uh, I'm visual too. So I've got those side um, windows and I bought really small ones. So I put them on the ground because I feel like I want them sitting on the ground, um, essentially as a gateway, as somebody goes through the doorway. So I have them on either side of my door, kind of tucked in those windows. You can't even really see them, or you could put them on the actual cement um, patio right there, um, kind of behind your 
um, your mat or your, you know, your welcome mat and your welcome rug, tuck them under that a little bit too. I just feel like when they're on the ground, you're actually passing through the energy field because we're creating an energy field between the two crystals. And we use this a lot in feng shui um, as a remedy. Well, berry crystals kind of complete a home. So that way you're passing through that gateway and you're clearing and you're clearing yourself. Oh, Make I that energy that. go away, that toxicity. So that's how I do it. I think it's better if it's down and up above. Okay. Love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's a good <laughs> one. I've never heard it before. Um, and that's, and I do a lot of stuff with autoimmune as well. And this is really important for autoimmune because you want that energy coming in to be cleared and cleansed. You don't need any extra noise. We should call it coming into your home and everything. So since you've been on the show, you have started to um, really start specializing in how feng shui connects with the body. And honestly, I, that's not my, it's, it's not, I'm familiar. I know about the mystical body and I know how the home connects to different areas of, of your body. And there's different guas that connect to different organs in your body. And I think it's all very fascinating, but from a, also my mom was a chiropractor. So like, I always grew up with like a holistic health. Yeah. Lens. Um, so I'm familiar. I have a basic knowledge of everything, but like when you say autoimmune, well, like I've heard of autoimmune disease, like, isn't that like everything? I don't even like, is it in, <laughs> it's inflammation? It's yeah. what is all of it? Like, well, for me personally, I've, I was diagnosed, um, celiac about 20 years ago. And then I ended up um, getting diagnosed with Hashimoto's and fibromyalgia. And as I've gone through all of this holistic work, the Reiki, and then going into the feng shui, I realized how much feng shui has helped my body or calm my body. So I have a lot less flare-ups and a lot less issues. And that in the last year, I really triggered on, I've got to do something. I want to share this with people because that's what we're here for as light workers. We want to help others. So being able to get that information out there, I think is so key because there's a connection. You look at your chakras, you look at your home, you look at how these crystals, everything works together. Our homes can support us and love us and help us um, heal. I want to use the word heal, but it's also healing your mind as well some autoimmune you can't get rid of, but there's also a lot of people that have been able to put their autoimmune into remission and they're done with it. So it's amazing what we can do when we put our mind to it. Wow. You really, you said a lot in that because, you know, professor would always say like, yes, use Western medicine, go to the doctor, get the surgery, do the things that you need to do always, you know, but on top of that, you can also integrate feng shui. And I talked about this. I don't even know if it was a masterclass or if it was an episode, but um, when I was an assistant principal in a school district, I had a young kid. I was really stressed out, but didn't probably realize it at the time. And I couldn't hear out of my right ear for weeks. I was like, what is going on? And I learned that the career life purpose area is represents the ears. And I was like, I couldn't help but to think that there was some type of correlation between the stress I was feeling in my day-to-day job. And as well as 
life purpose, being a new parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I did a feng shui adjustment and it quickly remedied. And I was like, yeah, oh, this stuff works. So there is a connection. And I was able to like really see um, the correlation between the stress in my career, how, how I could, um, you know, do an adjustment in my home, my career life purpose area, and then also get it addressed. So again, not being like a medical, I actually did seek medical help, but it was like, I almost was guided to the perfect person to help me with it because of the adjustment I did, if that makes sense. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. It so is. Anyway. That does. And it is really important. You need to marry up the Western and Eastern medicines. We've got to look at it um, completely versus just going with holistic. There's got to be a balance. (laughs) It's a a gift. You know, I get Botox and I say, I'm going to embrace, you know, modern science and technology. Why not? It's here for you, you know? So it's like, no shame in that. I'm like, like, let's, you know, let's just, um, you know, just be mindful and conscious of what we're doing. And I just, this is exciting work. Okay. I digress. I still want to hear more about wealth crystals for sure. And also harmony. Like I know about, I kind of know a little bit about like how to bring more harmony at home, but I just feel like at the end of the day, don't we just want our homes to feel peaceful? Like that's really key. So I'm going to stop talking and let you take over D. So let's talk um, wealth and prosperity, and then that'll segue over into love and relationships. And to me, love and relationships and health, that center, are all about harmony. One of the main crystals everybody talks about is amethyst, right? Look at this beautiful guy. He reminds me of grapes. So He's huge. He's almost as big as your head. He is big. So this guy I keep in um, my family room, which is wealth, and I've activated him for wealth. But amethyst is a grounding, beautiful, loving stone. It's, you think of amethyst as a grandmother of stones and specifically purple or the dark purple amethyst. I love it. There's your name. Um, So Using amethyst in your wealth area, or you can even use it for harmony in your health area. And it's just because it's a grounding, loving stone. So being able to um, place it in those areas. And when you look at your body, and if you're having issues, I wish I had a smaller one. If you're having issues with, say, your hips, um, your sacral chakras, meditate with a piece of amethyst. And think about, so when we think about our body and your um, your root chakra is essentially the base of your spine, and then your sacral would be right below your belly button. And those two areas really um, respond well to amethyst. So thinking of those colors and really getting that red and orange to balance in 
and I, I should actually do a whole visualization, kind of a quick tutorial. When you want to balance your chakras, you visualize each of the colors. And I'll make sure that my website has a chakra map on it. Now that I'm thinking about that, I don't have one. But your root is red, your sacral is orange, your solar plexus is yellow, your heart is green, your throat is kind of a turquoise, your third eye is purple, and then your crown is white. So being able to look through those and visualize the color. Hey, you. I love how he's waving. <laughs> um, but meditating with amethyst will give you that balance and that loving feel that you need. And it just, it's a grounding, wonderful grounding piece. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I had never heard of that before. I always assumed never assumed, but I always assumed that if you wanted to balance your sacral chakra, which is that area that really it's, it, it, um, represents creativity. It represents also sexuality and expression. I always thought you needed to do the yellow citrine because yellow is the color of the chakra. So thank you for clarifying that. I never yeah. And I, um, as a healer, I've really adapted some of this stuff because you feel a vibration when you utilize a stone and, um, the sacral and the root also is really good with carnelian or, um, red jasper, those deep reds, um, garnet is really good. And I have that on my wrist. Um, so those deep reds for your bottom two chakras, and then your solar plexus is that yellow. And that red, that root chakra helps with feeling secure in finances, right? And stability yes. in your life. And so you can move forward confidently. And it's like without yeah. that in balance, probably a lot of other things. Yeah. And working with people, there's always something with the root chakra you've got to clear that and then everything else starts flowing it's almost like the kundalini energy being able to heal those bottom two chakras because everybody most people have some type of trauma in their um, bottom two chakras and it holds them back even from a speaking perspective and being able to clear your throat chakra it's getting yourself grounded with those two chakras is really good and not to go completely off, maybe this is very much connected, but I feel like I've heard that there's also generational trauma oh, yeah. that maybe could be stored in the root chakra. So like we genetically, in, like we um, inherit some of the self-limiting beliefs and also the money mindset beliefs yeah. and the fears around scarcity and not having enough because it's just like part of our primal instincts, so to speak. And yeah. I don't know, it's, I, I feel like our generations like are starting to wake up to a lot of this work in a new way, at least, at least here in the U S maybe it's something that's been more common in the Eastern medicine realm. But would you say that like, this is also, maybe it's not a trauma that you're aware of, but something that you might have picked up through generations, like genetic? Yeah, absolutely. It's stored in your cells, that cellular memory. I mean, your mom, you could have been in utero and your mom was going through stuff um, around scarcity and you, that will embed itself in you. So you're right. Anybody who has hip problems, it's always, there is always something going on with the root chakra. And lower back as well, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. That lower back, that psoas kind of mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Get yourself into a Reiki practitioner, somebody who can do a little feng shui as well. You'll be in good shape. Wow. Is So is that always related to money though, as far as the root goes? Um, oh. It's root. It's pr- the scarcity, um, the sexual piece, anybody who's had any kind of traumatic experience that way. Um, there's just, there's a lot that can be, and it's just, it's safety and security. Mm. And that goes with finances too, but when safety and security for your root. And that is one of Maslow's basic needs. And without that, if you think, if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you need to have that at the very basis in order to climb up that pyramid of like self-actualization, manifestation, stepping into your highest version of yourself. So some of that, you know, people call it like uh, shadow work, so to speak, but some of that, you know, deep work, it can seem scary and it can seem like so deep and like a lot to handle. But like, if you connect yourself with a healer, like UD who does Reiki and all of these different Mm -hmm. things, I mean, you can even apply these crystal tips today and start really meditating, holding a crystal. If you already have a meditation practice, just add a crystal to it. And it's really going to just start helping you to clear that energy. So then ultimately you feel better. And when you feel better, you become a magnet for what you desire. Right. And you just talked about the trauma work and Gabby did happy days. And that book is amazing. So if you don't want to go to a therapist yet, or there's financial barriers, pick up Gabby Bernstein's book, happy days. It, she does an incredible job of telling the story of how she overcame some of her trauma, and you can apply some of those techniques techniques to yourself so you can move ahead. It's an Thank amazing you for sharing story. that. I actually have the book and I have read like two pages of it. So maybe I'll revisit it. <laughs> I did her masterclass on it. Oh, wow. It was amazing when she launched it. Oh my gosh. It was an all day class. I did it. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay. So we were talking about wealth and prosperity. Let's talk about love and relationships and harmony. And it's not just a, you know, loving relationship. It's about all relationships. It's about partners at work. It's about um, being a little bit around helpful people, but it's around the people that you surround yourself and you have a good relationship. And that's about that harmony. And in my chart, I talked about rose quartz, which everybody knows, but Laramar is great, pink tourmaline, pink quartz, bringing in those red or those light pink colors and garnet too. And I think this is actually is garnet. So garnet would work for um, love and relationships. But um, so if you think about that and the way you would activate that, I use the really, the simplest version of this as you can grab two pink uh what is this pink rose quartz and activate those in that back right hand corner of your home in love and relationships so the bagua it doesn't matter if it's a bedroom or whatnot but just calling in stable harmony um stable relationships do you know what i mean help me out here, but yeah, it's, no. 
Oh, I agree. I, I hear you. I mean, if you're in a relationship, you can call in to see eye to eye with your partner, to soften the energy between you, to deepen the understanding and connection, like whatever affirmation or intention feels good to yeah. you. And if you're single and you don't even live with anybody, you can still set your intention to call in someone who would be complimentary to your energy. Um, you can also set your intention for, well, let me ask you this, Dee. Um, what if you want to set your intention for a more like harmony with your extended family? So people who don't live with you, or if you have grown children who have moved out and you still want to stay connected with them and heart, you know, keep, maintain the harmony, would you refer to the relationship area? Or do you think that that would be more other areas of the Bagua? Um, I believe in intentions. So you could do it in love and relationships. Um, you could also activate your children creativity, which is right in front of the love and relationships. So maybe utilizing these crystals kind of right on that border to activate um, that children and keeping them close to you or family, your family gua. But these feel much more like an um, love and relationships or a metal element because of the light pink. Mm -hmm. So I would use them in love and relationships or children and creativity. I love rose quartz personally. I just feel like it's such a soft energy. I like it's too. so soft and it just feels really gentle. And I think it also helps with self-confidence. If you carry a rose quartz, I feel like it helps you to like accept yourself and love yourself unconditionally. And it gives you like that soft confidence, that gentle confidence, not yeah. necessarily like, you know, that loud Leo vibe, but like, and I'm a Leo, you know, <laughs> Oh my gosh, you are. See, that's so funny. I'm wearing my Libra shirt. Uh, oh, that's awesome. I'm a Libra. Um, my son's a Leo. I've, I've, and my daughter's an Aries. So I have two fire sign kids, but I couldn't love them more. They're so much fun. Oh, that's awesome. And to your point, that soft energy, I actually have a huge piece of rose quartz in my family room. And it's just, and it's right by um, where my husband and kids sit to watch TV. And I just, I want it in there to soften the energy and create a loving vibe. So that's how I use that. It's more of a crystal placement than a feng shui placement. Oh, I love that. Cause you know, that people are going to be near it, like that personal energy and feng shui. We talk about the environmental energy, so you can influence the environment that you're in, but you can also look at personal energy and like how you can support someone's like personal energy as they walk through the home. Um, you know, last time you were here, we talked about crystal hygiene and like how to clear our crystals in the full moon. And you talked about a selenite wand charging station and a bowl that you use. What about like, is it the same protocol for like crystals that you put around the home? Would you recommend any sort of regimen of like cleaning them once a year, once a month? Do you move them or can you just kind of go through with like you know, if you do like a space clearing ritual with Palo Santo or any type, you burn anything, could you just use like, you know, the smoke from the Palo Santo to clear them as you're clearing your house? Am I asking? Yeah, when questions? you have the really big pieces, um, I would use your sage, your Palo Santo and intuitively pick when you should clear them. You're going to feel 
if you tune into yourself, you're going to feel when your crystals need a, bit, a little bit of love. But after you clear them with Sage or Palo Santo, so just being able to let that smoke go all the way around them, um, go ahead and set them in the window to charge. So using sunlight or moonlight to charge it. And it doesn't always have to be a full moon. There'll be days that I feel like my little amethyst guy needs to just sit in my um, window for a couple of days just to grab some of that sun's energy and to brighten itself up. I feel like they brighten up when um, you charge them in the sun. So full moons are fantastic. Um, I would avoid eclipses because the energy is a little bit more chaotic when you um, charge your crystals during an eclipse, avoid that, but any full moon or a couple of days in the sunshine. And of course, the selenite bowl, right? Next to my bed, I have a bowl of all these beautiful crystals to help me through <laughs> the day and the night. But selenite's good for just kind of the smaller pieces. So that's a great question. I use sunlight. I love sunlight. That's really new to me because I'm, I'm usually charging crystals in the moonlight. And I'm very glad that you mentioned the eclipse because we're actually just coming out of, I, I maybe we're still in eclipse season. I don't know. I'm not an astrologer, but I do pay attention to all of this stuff. Yeah. And at the time of this recording, we did have a new moon eclipse and then a full moon eclipse. And I'm so <laughs> glad you said that because I did avoid charging my crystals at that time, because yeah, I just heard it wasn't a good time for like manifesting. Cause it was just like, kind of go with the flow. And this is, eclipse season is when things unfold and it happens like three times a year. So it's yeah. definitely good to like, know when there's eclipses happening. So thank you for bringing that up. And all your favorite astrologers will let you know um, when those eclipses are. Um, so that covers our love and relationships, a little bit of children creativity. I also wanted to talk about one of my favorite crystals in the world. This is chrysocolla um, and it's mixed with malachite. So you can see the green in it. And the chrysocolla is kind of um, bringing in that water energy. And then you have the malachite, which is a beautiful wood. This piece is fantastic for self-esteem. Um, I personally use this in my wealth and prosperity area on my desk. So when I took a picture this morning on my story, I had a little plant and a pedestal and I put that right there in my wealth and prosperity. And the reason I put it there is one, self-confidence. And then two, I feel like it brings in the wood energy of the growth and the expansion. And it just, I love, love, love this crystal, crystal, but it's got beautiful, beautiful coloring. It is stunning. And, you know, I just feel like I could definitely use that in my life. I feel like that's how, you know, if you are deficient of anything, it's like you yes. see a crystal and you're just like, oh yes, that's, that's mine. I need that. That's amazing. It's so beautiful. I would love to have that crystal in my wealth area or to carry it around. That is just fantastic. Yeah. Maybe it's... what I can do is I can like put in the show notes, the specific crystals that we talked about, just so people can oh, yeah. look them up and things like that, because I'm not really writing down everything. And I think it would be helpful to like, if people are visual, that they can like look them up or something like that. That would be awesome. Absolutely. You know what? I'll do a quick blog post because we talked about the chakras and I'll call out the crystals that we touched on. That's and wonderful. then um, I'll link it over to you. 
So another area to think about is that knowledge and self-wisdom. And the chrysocolla malachite would work well there too. But one of my favorites is um, fluorite. Fluorite is fantastic for helping you study um, and kind of engaging your higher self in your mind and being able to retain that information. So I'm, I'm in the process right now of going through real estate classes because why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not but I would wear my fluorite um when I'm studying and when I tested I did my fluorite bracelets and so you passed you passed, passed away. on the first try so I was very happy about that 30 more fluoride hours it is <laughs> but yeah so fluoride's great um and think about your desk and lay the bagua on your desk and that career and life purpose is where you're sitting and to your left would be where your um, knowledge and self-wisdom is. Earth element, heart chakra, um, your hands, it uh, pertains to your hands. But I keep that little guy right there in that corner all the time. He's been there for a year or so. Thank you for bringing that up. I think sometimes it's not confusing, but it can be like mind blowing that you can lay the Bagua map anywhere. So not only can you lay the Bagua map on your floor plan. So like when you walk into your front door, you lay the map on your house, you can lay it on a bedroom, or as Dee just said, you can literally sit at your desk and lay the bag map on your desk. And you can activate areas of your life by putting crystals on specific areas of your desk. So the front left area is wisdom and knowledge. And if you are taking in new information, you're taking a test exam, applying for a new job, you know, all of these things could be, you know, ways to, reasons why you might want to activate wisdom and knowledge. So you go ahead and put that in the front left, or if you want to activate the wealth, the upper left upper left hand corner of your desk would be wealth and so on and so forth so very cool thank you for bringing that up not a problem all right so let's move on to helpful people um this is probably what my second favorite and it was actually my first favorite until the chrysocolla came into my life but this is apophyllite this is a kind of a green apophyllite um in this beauty he's huge is wonderful for calling in your angelic support. So he sits on, um, I've got a lovely gold stand that I keep him on because I'm calling in and activating the metal in my helpful people area. And this guy sits on top of an atlas, a huge, and a couple of travel books. And this is calling in all of my helpful um, people. And I know this might sound corny, but I've got a Nest camera in that room. And because it, it points towards my front door, I have so much orb activity in that room compared to my other rooms. I swear it's because I activated this guy. So I know my angels are constantly here. Wow. I've seen some pretty crazy things on that nest camera. I'll have to send you some of the videos. Wow. So you see orbs of angels and spirit guides on your nest camera. I which see is in the little, people you'll travel. see little um, orbs going through. 
It's just crazy. And you, I know you're not going to believe me until I send the video to you. So I'll have to send the video. <laughs> well, actually, I definitely do believe you, but I get, I, it's always kind of cool then also to see it. And I just think it's fascinating. Like when I, it's so interesting. I've, I've taken a lot of like videos, like at the beach or just significant moments in my life. And I know like the sun can sometimes like cause this reflection, but whenever I see a green orb show up in those videos or those pictures, I just can't help but think like that is definitely a guide. And usually I feel like in my intuition, I know who it is that's with me. Mm -hmm. Me too. And that's really interesting to me. Yeah. The one that, um, the night that I actually downloaded the video, um, I knew exactly you can, the orbs were very active and it was during a full moon or it was during some time when the veil was a little bit thinner, but it's pretty cool. I'll send that over to you. I love that. um, It's, it feels good when you know your angels are there and you have a little bit of physical proof. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all believe, right. We're we're here. We're spiritual, spiritual um, light workers, but it feels so good to have a little bit of reassurance. I know. And I'm always kind of like, I actually talked to a a psychic. I was on ask Julie Ryan's show. Oh yeah. I love her. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she reached out to me to go on her show and I had never heard of her before. And it was so interesting D like when I was on her show, she, we were talking, she was interviewing me. So I was talking all about feng shui and she yeah. had been familiar with feng shui. And I was, I'm always a little nervous to talk to psychics. Cause I'm like, are they just going to like start reading me or say something or like, what do they see that I don't see, you know, yeah. because I've never really seen angels and guides. Like, I mean, orbs and pictures. Yes. But like to actually see like, Oh, there's someone on your shoulder. Like, no, never saw anything like that. But when she was talking to me, she said that 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 her guides or someone was showing her this invisible uh this invisible energy from the wealth area which is the far back left area of your home and it runs diagonally through to the front right area of your home which is helpful people travel and i thought that was really interesting that she saw that energy field kind of circulating through the home she said that's the money energy in your home i was like well, that would make sense because helpful people travel influences your wealth. And she goes, and I'm also seeing, get this. She goes, I'm also seeing like, if you have any kind of family heirlooms or anything in that line. And so then it would kind of cross through the health, the health area. If you have anything in that line of energy, then it's going to um, be blocking your money flow. Because as we were talking about generational limiting beliefs and trauma and, you know, ancestors who lived the great depression and things like that. She goes, that could be blocking your money energy. And I kid you not D I have a hutch with China from my great grandparents and from some of Andy's family. And I was like, "Um, yeah. And I was like, so I need to move that. Like, is that what you're saying? Like, and I, Honestly, it took me a few weeks. I didn't like move it. Cause I was like, I don't think she was talking to me. She probably just, and so I cleared it. I saged it. I set my intention. And recently I was like, you know what? Let's try it. Let's move it. Let's see what yeah. happens. Um, but I kind of, I just kind of went off on this tangent because like, I 
thought it was really fascinating that like she's sitting on the other side in a zoom and she like could see that visual visually. And she like knew that there was a money block because of that. So just kind of jealous that I'm not psychic because I think that's a really cool gift that people you have are more psychic than people. you realize you are so much more psychic. Um, I have been doing some classes on tuning in to my abilities and I, because I work from a Reiki perspective and I'll be able to tune in and identify different things in the same way we're doing our feng shui, right? You go in and you're able to see different things. Like I can see predecessor energy and where it's um, residing. And I can usually tell you what was, what happened in that predecessor energy. But going through these classes, it was eye-opening because I practiced with people all over the world, just like Julie was, right? And spot on each time I was working with somebody, oh my gosh, what country was she in? I, I'm thinking Italy or somewhere over in that region. And the visions I was getting, she's like, it, she knew exactly what I was talking about. And I described her, it was her uncle to a T. And so it's, we all have it. It's just a matter of being able to slow down and tap in. And I, I love using that for the homes, especially because then you can dig into that predecessor energy and really clear things out, being able to understand what's going on with the land and using crystals even to help clear that using those points. And I don't think I have a point right in front of me um, and being able to bury those points. Let me grab one. Being able to grab, you know, bury points so you are as above, so below. I mean, the above and the below, you're connecting the earth and the angelic energy and burying that straight up and down to help cure some different areas, even in your land and your home. Okay. Crystals are amazing. <laughs> I love this. And I kind of want to like wrap it up in like this nice little bow. Like when we talk about feng shui, it literally translates into wind and water. And I think that what we're touching upon here, talking about like, I know we kind of like started talking about like orbs <laughs> and spirit, and, but, but what it is, what we're identifying is that in feng shui, the wind is the invisible part the transcendental yes. things that we cannot see the energy that we cannot see with our naked eye. And then the water part is the actual physical mundane furniture pieces that we can move around the crystal that you can place mm -hmm. in a certain spot. And you see that physically in our 3d world. Yeah. But when you think about that unknown and all of that, that what we sense. And I think that what the listeners need to know right now, it's like moral of the story, summarizing this up, like you do need to trust your intuition and trust yourself. And, you know, I didn't know I was an empath and sensitive to the energy of my environment. I didn't know I was so sensitive to other people's energy until I learned about feng shui. And then I started feeling so much better and so much more safe and secure. Yes, because my environment was supporting me. And now my life is so much freer and I can expand and I can attract more wealth and prosperity and grow and involve in my career because I'm so much more fully supported and aligned because of my environment. So 
follow your intuition, whatever sticks with you today, that D, D you shared so much good stuff, whatever sticks <laughs> with you today, you know, that's what you were meant to hear. And you could always come back to this episode, you know, six months from now, and you'll probably hear something new just yes. because I feel like your intuition will guide you to exactly what you need in that moment. And for whatever reason, spirit angels wanted us to talk to, you know, to send this message to everyone today that like, you are also intuitive and that like, you know, get in touch with that higher self because you're powerful. Everyone is more powerful. You can certainly rely on experts like D, you know, but, um, we also need to also trust that our higher self is going to lead us to the right path. So D, is there anything else you want to share? I know we wanted to maybe dip into the autoimmune stuff, but I know we also started, uh, to get so into the crystals and the bagua that we might, you know, be kind of running up on time. So I want to kind of give you opportunity to share anything else that you, uh, any burning desires that you wanted to share with, with the listeners today. Um, you just wrapped it up in a beautiful bow and it all is interconnected. And that's, what's leading to me or leading me to the autoimmune support. Now, um, being able to pull that in for people so they can look at different ways to support them and their health. There's everything around food and there's all these protocols. I don't touch on that because each person is individual, but I touch on the crystals and the feng shui and that, as you said, the wind and the water. So looking at your home in a way that is supporting you and it's loving you and it's um, holding you up essentially. So I love, I'm very, very blessed that I have wonderful people in my life like you, Christina. I'm just, I'm so glad that we hit it off. What was it two years ago now? <laughs> but it's, it's fantastic. And you're going to meet a lot of fun, fantastic people in your life. Feel free to reach out if you have questions. Um, and I mean, Christina and I both do feng shui consultations. We're, we're here for you. Check out, and I will put out a blog post um, kind of recapping what we just talked about. Because you're right, it would be nice that people could go back and take a look at it. Absolutely. And maybe I'll add that video in there. <laughs> okay, yeah, that would be cool. And then we can actually see all of the spirit guides and helpful people and angels that are coming through your 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 nest cam. That would be so cool. I, love I have it. not talked publicly about that. So it is, like you said, that was supposed to come up. That is going to help somebody today. And that's why we do what we do. It is why we do what we do. So beautiful. Well, thanks, Dee. It, you know, this was uh, wonderful to have you back on the show. And I know you're helping so many people and listeners. Thank you again for being here. I will see you next week where I'll help you design the life you deserve. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.